0: This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590, also heard on 100.5. I'm Bob Cudmore. Joining us is Patrick Madden, who is the mayor of Troy, New York. Want to start off, Mayor, asking you about the uh, city budget. Troy City Council has approved uh, a budget you propose for $73 million on a 4-3 to three party line vote with the Democrats uh, prevailing. There is a property tax increase. Uh, There's a garbage fund for trash fees. Can you tell us more about the budget?
1: Sure, Bob. Uh, This is our third balanced budget. It's uh, like our first two. It's factually based. It doesn't rely on uh, speculative revenue. Uh, The expenses are properly stated and and, uh, based on realistic trend, and it does not rely on any fund balances. So, We are matching recurring revenue with recurring expenses, and uh, and, and what we like to say is we're no longer kicking the can down the road. It has been reviewed by the New York State Comptroller. Uh, It doesn't cut any services. It's under the tax cap. I think it's an excellent budget for the taxpayers and residents of Troy.
0: And the tax increase is 1.4 percent?
1: 1.4 percent. So that's somewhere in the neighborhood of about, uh, for the average homeowner, about uh, $2 a month.
0: Mm. And there's also an increase, or is there an increase in the trash fee? The trash fee went up $4 uh, per unit this year. Okay. Uh, Republicans on the council had proposed a quarter million dollars in cuts. Were these cuts... Uh, adopted? Well, most
1: of those cuts were actually cuts that we had proposed. Um, We had a workshop with the city council uh, a week before the budget was passed, and um, uh, council members had expressed some desire to fund some of their initiatives, so we proposed some cuts uh, to accommodate what they wanted to do. Um, And then following that, certain members of the council proposed additional cuts uh, but that was after the workshop. There was no opportunity for the council to discuss them. Those cuts were were unrealistic, and in fact, would have resulted in uh, some harm to the taxpayer. So they did not all go through. No.
0: Action has been taken on, uh, hopefully, uh, getting uh, at least one of Troy's pools reopened mm-hmm. um, in the foreseeable future. Maybe even. Uh, next summer. You've proposed a bond ordinance to raise funds, I believe that would reopen the South Troy pool. Uh, can you explain how this will work? Sure. We we actually addressed
1: both of our pools in the budget. The South Troy pool would have been um, uh, addressed in 2019, Lansingburg pool in 2020. Uh, the two pools are different. They're of different ages and they're of different construction type. And uh, after a series of inspections and site visits by people uh, who are have extensive experience with, with municipal pools, uh, we came to understand that the South Troy Pool could be renovated and uh, could be renovated for a cost of slightly over a million to a million five. Um, so we proposed that in our 2019 capital plan that we would tackle that. The Lansingburg Pool, however, is a different construction. It's a steel-bodied pool. And it's shot. Uh, Everybody has said, everybody who's looked at it has said we shouldn't put any money into that pool. It's just uh, money thrown away. So we're looking at reconstructing a new pool uh, in Lansingburg. That'll take a little bit longer. The uh, environmental uh, reviews are a little bit more extensive. It's quite a bit more expensive. We'll need to apply for some grants. So that's why we staggered Mm -hmm. it out a year. Um, in addition, as these pools come online, it will result in additional increases in expenses to the taxpayer. So we're trying to to step our increases in to match um, other savings that we'll realize in out-year's budgets.
0: But in the budget, you've uh, authorize what borrowing money to work yes correct the pools?
1: borrowing money uh, to to uh, renovate both of the pools. How much money? Well, the South Troy pool we've authorized one point four million dollars. We're hoping to be able to secure some funding that would bring that number down. The Lansingburg pool, the best estimates we have, and they're they're sort of off the cuff estimates from engineers, are about is about uh, three point seven three point eight million dollars. We'll need uh, to look for substantially more grant funding to make that work. Mm.
0: Let's move on to uh, the vote on, on the trash fee. Uh, Republicans on the city council want to put the uh, trash fee or garbage fee charged residents to a referendum in uh, the coming year. Do you uh, support or oppose that idea?
1: Well, you know, it's it's I think it's just politics. It's uh, there's no uh, uh, there, there, there's no proposal uh, put forward to replace it. Um It's, um, you know, there's no alternatives offered, no effort to create a workable budget. It's just uh, more obstruction. But it really doesn't matter what I think. It's uh, uh, true that a a referendum of that nature is not allowed under New York state law. Oh, really? Correct. Yep. New York state law allows referendum under certain circumstances and it mandates it under certain circumstances. Um, This particular fund does not fit into either of those sets of circumstances.
0: Talking with Patrick Madden, the mayor of Troy, New York, we uh, spoke about swimming pools. Let's uh, change seasons and talk about the ice arena. I, I believe you also have a bonded or you have a bond issue included in the in the budget that just passed uh, to repair or replace the Knickerbocker Park ice arena, which is. Closed, like the pools?
1: That's correct. Um, the um, bond authorization to repair the Nick ice rink is in the amount of $1.1 million. However, uh, we have a grant application outstanding right now that could cover about half of that sum. So we wouldn't really need to bond for the full amount. And we expect to hear something on that uh, grant application within the next two weeks. If we're successful, we could look at opening that by the end of next summer, early fall.
0: Mm. Body cameras. The Troy City Council has voted to implement um, $250,000 in bonding for police body cameras for the Troy Police Department. Uh, What happens now? And do you think the body cameras are a good idea?
1: Well, I, I think it does remain to be seen. Body cameras are a fairly new phenomenon, and there are a variety of studies out there. Uh, that reach very different conclusions. I I think the bottom line is how they are deployed in our community. So we will begin with a pilot program to assess how they work in the field. How does the public receive them? What are the privacy concerns? How do we manage the data? Uh, Do they change the relationship between the police department and residents of the community? Uh, Those are things that we're going to be looking at. And I, I suspect that our approach to how we deploy the cameras is probably going to shift over time as we uh, adjust to the conditions in the field. So, I think that's a great question to to ask again in twelve or eighteen months.
0: Okay, uh, we're into the holiday season now. Uh, the Victorian stroll. How did it go?
1: Well, it went well. It was it was not the uh, best of weather, but um, it was um, it wasn't as cold as the. Um, Turkey Trot. So the turnout was oh, good. Yeah, the turkey trot, <laughs> turkey right. trot was brutal. Um the turnout was good. Um despite the rain, I think there was a solid um, uh, solid participation. Uh, I'm sure the warmer weather helped a little bit. And uh, while I'd never hope for rain, what the information I get is that when there's a little bit of rain in the air, the merchants actually do better because people spend more time inside the shops and restaurants and uh, I've heard some very good reports from some of the merchants already uh, regarding how they did that particular day. So, uh, all in all, it was another great event in downtown Troy.
0: And Troy now has a, a Christmas tree. You've lighted the Christmas we tree. We did.
1: We wrote. Uh, I'm sorry. We lit the Christmas tree and the uh, menorah uh, at the conclusion of the Victorian stroll on Sunday. All nice right. turnout.
0: Very good. I'd like to ask you, uh, a Mayor, about other mayors. Uh, you had a gathering the other day at the at the Times Union with their editor, Rex Smith, I believe is the moderator, where you were joined by the three other uh, Democratic mayors from the Capitol uh, District, Mayor Kathy Sheehan of uh, Albany, uh, Mayor Meg Kelly of uh, Saratoga Springs, and Mayor Gary McCarthy of uh, Schenectady who will be on this program uh, uh, next week. Talked about uh, a lot of things. But one of the uh, the issues that you know came up was what the, uh, what did the mayors worry about? And I believe both you and Mayor McCarthy uh, said you you worried about um, public safety and and guns in the community.
1: Yes, I think uh, you know it's a reflection of what we're seeing uh, on a national scale. There's uh, uh, less tolerance um, uh, among and between people. There's more. Um, uh, flare-ups. Um, you, you couple that with the availability of guns out on the streets, uh, and you know, you just—it's not something you can predict. Um, and it, so, it, it's the sort of thing that you do worry about uh, when the uh, when I hear my phone go off in the middle of the night. That's the, that's the thing that scares me. What's going on out mm-hmm. on the streets? Um, so that's a, that's a big concern of ours. And in, in an effort to. Um, address that we try to keep a dialogue open uh between the mayor's office and and various community groups um um and and just let people know there's an alternative to to solving their disputes through violence but mm. i worry a lot i worry a lot about the police officers that are out there um putting themselves um in, in the middle of these uh, disputes and and disagreements and and uh, the way people are just um so casually use guns these days.
0: Hmm. Also, the, a topic uh, came up at that gathering of the mayors about your relationship of the city's relationship with the state of New York. And I believe you said that uh, you just would like the state to recognize what cities do for the state.
1: Right. Cities are the economic engine in the state, and we are the the venues that, um, that house most of the... Um, uh educational institutions service institutions um without all of these um uh without without these institutions new york state would not be what it is without the economic engines of the cities the state would not be what it uh, what it is mm-hmm. um and we carry an, in, an inordinate burden um uh, in the cities and, uh, you know, I don't believe that the state um, fully recognizes that, appreciates that, and supports that effort. A lot of that falls, a lot of that burden falls on the local taxpayer. And um, I, I would like to shift, I'd like to see the state shift mm-hmm. its thinking in that regard.
0: But uh, I think from the state's point of view, the the cities are just another interest group trying to get... Uh, well,
1: exactly, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, and it... Our relationships are evolving over time, and I think ours—the uh, nature of the cities—has evolved over time. Um, but our relationship with the state hasn't evolved in the same sort of way. And I think it's time to step back and take an objective look at that. Okay,
0: your your fellow um, uh, mayor in Rensselaer, uh, Dan Dwyer, recently. Passed away. Did you know him? Over your I talks? knew
1: Dan. Um, great guy. Um, he's he was an outstanding example of a public servant. Uh, he served his country in the military, and then he spent many years making his uh, his city, his corner of the world, a, a better place to live. And it was never about Dan. Uh, I don't ever recall him seeking the limelight. It was all about his city. Uh, He was humble, but he was effective, and I think we need more people like him in elected office. So um, he will be missed, and my thoughts go out to both his family and his community.
0: We're talking with Patrick Madden, the mayor of Troy, New York. Let me ask you about uh, water infrastructure. I see that the city of Troy is getting a $10 million state grant to replace a water transmission line that more than 100,000 customers, maybe not all of them in Troy even rely on for drinking water what are the specifics here
1: well yes that that's great news and in fact uh, more people outside of Troy re- rely on our water than Troy residents we serve over 135000 residents um, Troy has about fifty thousand residents. So we're serving uh, nine communities, including Troy. Uh, these uh, lines uh, that this grant is going toward um, supply the water from our reservoir to our treatment plant. They're over a hundred years old. Um, we have um, you know we can't risk losing them. There's no other mm-hmm. way to, to uh, service our clients, our customers. So replacing these lines will ensure at least another 100 years' uh, worth of service. And uh, the $10 million helps us with that cost. The balance of the cost uh, will come from our water customers. So we'll float bonds, no no pun intended, floating hmm. bonds. But um, And those bonds will be paid over many years by those who consume the water. So uh, again, 135,000 customers uh, – uh, receive our water.
0: Is this a state grant or is it federal money? Or? Uh, we applied through the state, but I, I'm
1: not sure of the ultimate um, origin of the money. There may be some federal dollars in there as well.
0: Mm. Uh, because I believe getting more money for infrastructure was one of the uh, platform or platforms or the ideas that Donald Trump ran on.
1: Yes, he did. And we're still waiting to see some um, some action in that regard.
0: However, you also have another um, a grant award for a bridge repair uh, in the city of Troy, $3.5 million for the Campbell Avenue Bridge uh, over the Winanskill. Is this an important bridge?
1: Well, it is. It is because um, a lot of people traverse Troy from the um, towns to the east uh, to jobs in Albany. And the Campbell Avenue Bridge, well, the Campbell Avenue itself is a um, – is a main thoroughfare. So if you go there um, early in the morning or late in the afternoon, you're bound to get caught up in some traffic. But that's an important bridge. Thousands of vehicles use that daily. Uh, without that bridge, they would be rerouted through other neighborhoods in the city and it would just create more congestion and backlog.
0: Mm. If I could go back to that uh, gathering of the, of the four mayors, you were asked uh, what you enjoy about the job. And I believe all of you responded one way or another, you know, it's going to see the people.
1: Yes. um, My background is in community development. So I spent um, a good number of years meeting with people, listening to people, sharing ideas. And uh, so it's only natural probably that that is where I'm most comfortable. I love going out to Neighborhood meetings, sitting with people, um, sharing as much as I can about the city. I think you'll recall in my first year, I proposed a budget increase that was pretty significant Mm -hmm. or a tax increase that was pretty significant. And um, I made a real effort to get out. I probably went to uh, 45 or 50 different community, neighborhood, church, house meetings and talked to people and uh, to a person uh, except for one person. um, People said, you know, we don't like uh, what – we don't like the tax increase you're proposing, but now we understand it, and nobody's ever explained it to us that way. So thank you for doing that. Um, and that made me feel good. So I, I do like I like getting out. I like to talk to people. I like to uh, hear what their concerns are, um, hear what's bothering them, mm-hmm. and um, set the record straight if they have it wrong.
0: That one person, did that person like the tax increase, or you just couldn't No, they them? didn't like the tax, oh, tax increase.
1: Okay. They wanted me to... Pull out a magic wand and fix it some other way.
0: Okay. Um, There's an issue that's getting a lot of media attention uh, in the recent – maybe it's months by now – having to do with dogs. Troy is taking steps to rewrite its, quote, uh, dangerous dog law after a dog uh, named Luna was close to being put down for biting another dog. Uh, the dog apparently is still alive and was was spared by a court order. How is the process going to write a new law? Are you involved in this?
1: I'm not involved in it. This The city council writes the laws. They're looking at this law. And as I understand it, it was amended back in 2006 in response to some serious dog bites that occurred around that time. So this is um, – the council is going back and looking at the changes that were made in 2006 and um, – by the time this program airs, they will have met, and um, uh, there'll probably be some suggestions from uh, from mm-hmm. the council.
0: Okay, um, one Monument Square. What's the uh, latest in the ongoing effort to fill the vacant space that was formerly the Troy City Hall?
1: So, as you as you might recall, we had a series of meetings in the beginning. Uh, uh, maybe it was late spring, early summer. And we brought the community together to discuss what their hopes and dreams for the site uh, would be. And the consulting team that we worked with came back in the fall, I believe it was in October, and they laid out a very conceptual um, plan for the use of the site. Um, It wasn't something that uh, got to the point of discussing actual buildings or construction Mm -hmm. type, but generally how the site would lay out and what it would look like. I think that was very well received. These were all terrific meetings. And now that we know uh with some uh some detail what the community is looking for, now we can take that out to the development community and say um you know ask for proposals that are in response to that particular plan. I think uh we're we're going to be looking at um uh, some challenging uh, financial hurdles, mm-hmm. uh, but we're willing to work with the community to see if we can raise the funds necessary to make that happen.
0: What do the people want, or what did they? What was the? Conclusion? Well, they want
1: an interesting mix of um, uh, commercial space. It could be um, uh, office space, could be uh, residential space, and open space. They really want access. Uh, to the view shed over the river. They want it to fit in with the the, Mm -hmm. uh, flow of the downtown. Uh, They want a place to congregate and have events, easy access to the uh, waterfront, the riverfront park, uh, those sorts of things. And they want parking.
0: You've been listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590, also heard on 100.5. I'm Bob Cudmore. Joining us was Patrick Madden, the mayor of Troy. This program will be available as a podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. Next week's guest on Talk of the Town will be Schenectady Mayor Gary McCarthy.